One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! One, two... Welcome to Let Me Talk. This is a Manchester City podcast with me, David Mooney, and the Athletics Manchester City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hello, Sam. Hello. Uh, If you're a new listener, then welcome aboard. Uh, I've supported City my whole life, and Sam is uh, going to City home and away and on the tour with his job with the Athletics. Are you looking forward to that tour, Sam? I really am looking forward to it, yeah. Tokyo and Seoul, yeah. Sign me up for some of that. Can't wait. Good. We'll uh, we'll get you some podcasts from there as well. So it should be it should be all good fun. But for this week, Declan Rice isn't coming. The transfer picture has changed again. So let's get into it. These things keep moving, don't they? As we uh, as we record and then suddenly finish, and then things have changed again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, we weren't. There've there've been worse situations that have changed quickly. We, you know, we we could that podcast was still listenable. Yeah. It was fine. Um, fortunately. You know, I didn't. I mentioned 105 million in there. That was completely speculative. I didn't. I didn't know that bid was coming at that point. I didn't know City were going to pull out. It was just a kind of you know educated guessing. You know, that was where I said my feeling was, and fortunately managed to guess right this time. I guess. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, like I said last time, it's a bit of a shame, really. Yeah. Um, I want. I wanted it to happen. I saw. I saw the potential in it. I know a lot of people weren't particularly bothered or didn't want it to happen at all. Um, but I was quite excited by it. Um, but then, you know, from my point of view, which I, I guess is interesting because people listen to this podcast from our point of view and are interested in how journalism works. So was it Wednesday morning, I guess, Tuesday morning, whenever it was, that we the, the news broke that City were out of it? It was like, right, okay, who's next? Um, <laughs> and, like, everyone's just been going mad for who's next, who's next, who's next. But, I mean, and look, apologies because... Timeline-wise and chronology-wise, we're doing this podcast on Friday Friday morning at half 11. But yesterday, we recorded three shows with Nadum that are going to go out over the coming weeks. Um, 
and I've mentioned what I'm about to mention in one of those shows that you so you'll probably hear the same thing again briefly very briefly next week so sorry about that but yeah in terms of how that day developed I was asking around like what's what's the plan and then the information I got was there's no real alternative to rice as far as my my guy knew um it was more that they really liked rice rather than they were desperate to get a midfielder and so it's not like they're thinking oh god we need to go and get somebody else because if there's nobody else that they really really like like they'd like rice then they don't need to push it because and look, I, I appreciate that a lot of these things look like they're briefings from the club and they quite they quite easily could be and sometimes they quite often are um, you know, maybe maybe they miss out Guardiola being pissed off or whatever. But I don't yeah. actually know if he's pissed off about not getting rice. I would imagine so. Remind me to come back to that. That's um, something I want to ask about that, but it's not important for now. So remind okay. me to come back to that. I'll try. Um, so, yeah, it, and then the, the way it was put to me was, and again, there's obvious questions, but it was put to me and it, it sounds it sounds fair enough and it sounds reasonable. But you go, you've got Rodri, Kovacic, Bernardo, Phillips, De Bruyne, Foden, that's a good midfield options. You know, yeah. Okay, yeah, that is good for midfield options. And it ties in with, I think what I said before, where you know, they'd only look for a winger if Bernardo goes. But now I said there's a couple of obvious questions. One is, well, what, what are you expecting from Phillips? And the answer's not a lot. So, you know, he, we know his situation. He didn't get into many games last season. Even, you know, like Sheffield Wednesday at Wembley, didn't play. So it's not, you couldn't all of a sudden turn around and say, oh, well, Bernardo's gone. At least they've got Phillips. Now look, in an ideal world, <laughs> Phillips plays like everybody expected last summer. And that is genuinely the football cliche of he's like a yeah. new signing. That would be fucking brilliant. That would be really good. That would be really good. Um, and maybe it does happen. But we've been over this a million times. You know, they're not necessarily expecting it to happen. Yeah, doesn't feel like a world where that will happen, does it? And then it's like, if you're drafting in a midfielder, sorry, if you're drafting in Bernardo to be a midfielder instead of Gundo or anything, that's fine. Like there was a lot of games, not at the end of the season, just gone, but the one before. I think even at the start, where Bernardo would play in the middle and Gundogan wasn't in the team. You know, it's easy to forget at the end of the season before, you know, not the treble one, the one before that. He wasn't in the team and he was a bit pissed off about that. And he said that, you know, he said that himself. He's admitted to that. But yeah. it's, it's easy to forget that that wasn't the case. Obviously, he didn't start that game against Villa. Did he not start against Real Madrid at home? So like, things like that. So it's like, okay, Bernardo in midfield, I can see that. But then you start thinking, well, if Mares gets injured, which to be fair, is Mares ever injured? Yeah, he doesn't like, seem to get really that. Is, he's, he's not injured that often, is he, to be fair? But but again, it's like going into another season going, oh, well, if they get an injury there, then they're in trouble. But at the same time, we say that all the time and they never are in trouble, but it does feel like pushing it a bit. Um, and then me speculating makes me think, would they may, you know, because if they're going to count on Bernardo as a midfielder, then do they kind of step up that winger search a bit more so they don't have that worry? But then it's like, well, Bernardo still may go. And like Maris still yeah. may go. Somebody was telling me last night that there's been like, you know, they're, they're making, is it, oh, it Alakli? They're making a massive push for Maris because all the other teams have signed like big names. And although there's four teams and they're all, they're all owned by the PIF anyway, but the other three teams have all made like big investments and they want Maris to be like their, their statement signing sort main of thing, guy. Yeah. And, you know, they've, you know, it's that classic thing. I'm not putting too much stock into this, but, you know, that thing where it's like, Guardiola's liking Kovacic's post saying, you know, welcome to City or whatever. But like Mahrez is liking, oh, Mendy, has Mendy gone to Al-Akli? It is, it is difficult to keep track of. It, sh- it shouldn't be. 
Um, but there's just so many signings and so many clubs I'm not especially familiar with. It's hard to keep up. But he's been liking those pictures and that kind of thing. So over there, they're kind of convinced it's happening. Um, I think they're trying to get Laporte as well, actually. So then it's like, there's just a few question marks at the moment. But the bottom line is City not especially pushing for anybody straight. You know, they've not gone, shit, we're not going to get a replacement. Yeah. But the thing was, but the thing was like that, I put that information in our work group and literally no more than three minutes later, Fabrizio Romano had said they wanted Gabri Vega. And again, sorry, this is the bit that's gonna, <laughs> you, you're going to hear next week if you listen to that. But it was like, fuck's sake. Because, like you know, you can't, I mean, you can't blag it anyway. You know, if you get transfer stuff wrong, people know. You know, if I'd have said that, if I'd have tweeted that and then Fabrizio would have come out straight after, I mean, I would have looked silly because Fabrizio's got more reputation, I'd say, with most people. Way more followers. And I was trying to do the maths on the followers then. I'm not going to. Because uh, I can't. <laughs> Uh, and like it would just look silly but I mean I, I do think that is the case you know I don't think they've gone right shit we haven't got rice bang Gabri Vega uh, I don't think they'd liked him we've said this we've said this before um, I must admit somebody said somebody said in the comments um, of that post uh, of Fabrizio uh, that Fabrizio tweeted. tweeted they tagged us in and said uh, well these guys were saying that uh, earlier in the year and I was like were we? <laughs> yeah. yeah well I mean like I said I remember the name um yeah, the name is is someone they like, but it's yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't think it's a case of oh, we haven't got rice. Let's go and get someone else. Um, but it's a bit it's a bit woolly language. But you know, City were kind of like people at City were kind of saying, oh, you know, I wouldn't rule it out. But you know, don't you know, it's not something that they're really pushing now. It's not like they've gone bang rice. Let's go and get Vega yeah. instead. So that's the kind of situation. And again, you know, Jack tweeted this stuff on that the same evening, the Wednesday evening. Um, so that that's kind of. I suppose where it is at the minute. It's like, and it looked like at the start of the summer, it looked like it could be like really busy. But I think there's a little bit of an element of City going, right, okay. Like, because they still want to see they've, they're bargaining for Laporte going. And on Cancelo, it's interesting because they'll be back in pre season in basically two weeks. And they're not going to want him there, yeah, are they? Have there, been, uh, have there been zero offers? Is that like, like just no hint of a move anywhere? Look, to be fair, there was I, I had no hint that he was going to go well, in the first yeah. place. So I yeah, couldn't yeah, sit yeah. here and say there'd been no offers. Um, but, you know, as, as as far as... All I know is, you know, they're, they're not planning for him to be there at all. They don't want him to be there at all. But I'm just thinking, if it doesn't get sorted in the next two weeks, it could be a bit awkward. I mean, look, they could easily say... Don't come. Once they go to Japan... <laughs> well, yeah, don't come, maybe. But once they go to Japan, they could say he's staying behind to, you know, work on a transfer. But then, you know, if there is actually nothing, and he's doing nothing for, like, two weeks, then it's a bit harder. And also, like, the first day, first... I don't know, I think they're back on, like maybe the Sunday for tests or so. I don't know. It, somebody said the 15th or 16th and that's the Saturday and Sunday. So I'm guessing the Sunday and then Monday is the full, like, okay, do a bit of training and then go to Japan at some point, two or three days after that. So that's a bit of a, a weird situation. But yeah, at the moment it's like sticking with the back four, you know, if Walker went, I think I said this before, but if Walker went, they wouldn't replace him. But I don't know. I think they might be a bit spooked about Walker yeah. going. I don't I don't think they want him to. Like yeah. So he basically he does. But I don't think they want him to, and maybe that's where the kind of new contract offer I don't I don't know if they have. But if there is a new contract it would it would make sense in the in the sense of them saying, We really do want you to stay. But then that's interesting because Walker's like, Well, I didn't get the minutes I wanted to last season. I'd played when Ake wasn't fit, basically. You know, in terms of the running, and obviously there was that post World Cup period um, where there was a. Sorry, I'm just reading one of the one of the a tweet that I've been aggregated on from a 
comment article, which is always so good. Um, it does not stop in it. Like some, like an aggregate I'd never heard of before said, Man City are planning to stick with the four defenders approach next season. And somebody replied saying, didn't we have this update last week? I was like, yes, it fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> what are people playing at? Um, um, so yeah, it's, it's just a case of, if they have to wait and see what happens. They don't really want Walker to go, but Walker's kind of like, well, you know. I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. I've got a good move lined up here. I didn't get what I wanted. I don't want the last year of my contract to be phased that, out. But also, like, if, if he was to, to be convinced to sign one, see, we know City aren't going to say, we're going to get, they can't guarantee in minutes, can they? They could just say, well, you know, you'd have to see how it goes. So then it does become up to him. But then also, I suppose it becomes up to Bayern. You know, if City aren't going to say, well, fair play, Kyle. You've been a great servant to us. You can go to Bayern for like 20 million or something. You know, something they'd be happy to pay. Something City aren't going to put many barriers up. But if City are a bit like, well, you know, you are a top player. We want a, a bit, you know, I wouldn't say 40 million because he's what, 32, 33 years old and he's in the last year of his deal. Um, but, you know, they could maybe make it a, a bit yeah. tougher. But again, if he says, I really want to go, then we know their stance we don't need to go over that again so yeah it's just a kind of it's kind of there's loads of ups and downs but it's not particularly exciting at the minute like it's not like there's loads of ups and downs and there's loads of exciting players to come in it's just kind of well we'll see what happens but it basically relates to um, players going yeah let's let's stick with Walker for a second uh, because I mean obviously if, if Walker doesn't go um, and it's kind of uh, where does it put City on their position of you know you know this position they always seem to have of bringing an offer of what you what we think you're worth and you can leave if if they make an go, exception yeah. in this case like does that change anything? Well, they don't they don't really make exceptions, do they? The only thing was kind of I suppose the only thing that people would say was similar was Ake last year, where you know it was kind of widely said here's a deadline if you don't get it done before then then it's not happening. But it was like Ake wasn't especially bothered either way. He just wanted whatever to be done, to be done yeah. quickly. So it was like, well, if Chelsea, like basically speaking to Chelsea, if you aren't going to sort this out before like whatever it was, then forget it because I don't want it to be a distraction going into pre-season. So it was like, well, if it's not sorted, then forget it. Because he was, you know, he wasn't desperate to leave City. But, you know, he would have gone to Chelsea, if, you know, it obviously sounds mad now, but he would have gone to Chelsea if, you know, they'd, they'd said, you're going to play a bit more and you're going to be a big part of our project, blah, 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 all those kind of things that the club style players. Um, but obviously with Walker, it's not like he's not too bothered. Like he would, as far as I know, he does want to go. Or, you know, certainly likes the idea of going more than, than Ake did. And therefore, yeah, I don't think you get to the situation where City do make an exception. Because then if you start making exceptions, then everyone else is like, well, yeah. hold on a minute. You let him stay. Or like you made him stay. Yeah, you might make me stay when I like want it. to leave and I've brought you the offer that you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's just not how they do it. They don't they don't make exceptions, do they? They don't, they don't play somebody who's been well I mean maybe they do you, you, nobody nobody apart from like people who are on that training ground every day will know if you know let's say De Bruyne was coming in with a bad face and the Pep played him anyway yeah it's possible isn't it but you'd imagine generally exceptions aren't being made there you'd imagine you'd imagine never yeah um so is it and that's how they kind of cultivate the whole attitude around the place yeah. just it? want to, to and it goes back to Rice yeah. sorry so I know you said remind you we will do it but it goes that thing we were saying about they want him to be 100% committed you know this stuff about City were just buying him to stop Arsenal strengthening, which we talked about last week. And obviously the other, like, Pep, Pep made City bid so fucking Arteta <laughs> could get his man, like, absolute, like, the, the biggest load of bollocks that's ever been spouted in the history of football punditry. Like, City wanted him. But, like, it's just, like, basically, 
he wanted Arsenal more. Like that was it, really. Like he'd given Arsenal, he'd given Arsenal their word a long time. His, sorry, he'd given Arsenal his word a long time ago. City said, you know, I think to, you know, we 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 said this the other day. The suggestions out there that the City said, look, will he forget Arsenal and come and sign us? And you know, looking at it again, you think well, that was a way to eliminate that rival bidder. We know City don't like getting in bidding wars. So if you say, Declan, will you forget Arsenal and say you're only coming to us? That's fucking brilliant yeah. for City because it doesn't matter what the other team are bidding or, or how much because if he's not if he's going to not go, then perfect. And obviously that's how City like to kind of manufacture that leverage if there's no obvious leverage there and there wasn't. Um, but he was like, he wasn't prepared do to do that. And then obviously once Arsenal matched that, he was like, combination of things, Arsenal going quite high, but him not being like, well, forget it. Like forget Arsenal. Then they went, okay, well. Let's yeah, do you think there. there's an element of, I mean, we know City generally don't get involved in bidding wars. So do you think there was an element of City looking at this going, we're just not going to win this. So out we go. Uh, possibly. I mean, look, I don't know what their upper value was. Maybe, maybe their upper value was under five million. Maybe it was a hundred. And you know, if, I think we said this as speculation the other day, and it's still speculation now. But you know, if Arsenal had gone to 110, I said, but obviously it was 105 in the end, and City were only going to go to 100, then doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, and there you go straight away. Um, but yeah, even, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they could have said, you know, oh, we'll we'll match it as well. But if he, you know, if he was very happy to go with Arsenal, you know, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have said no to City by any means. He was happy enough to go to City, but you know, Arsenal was definitely the preference. And if Arsenal could get a deal done, then he'd yeah. go there, and. You know, they could get a deal done and, and here we are. OK, we're going to take a very short ad break now. When we come back, we'll be taking a look at some more transfer talk. Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy, and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. 
Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. What I wanted to come back to on um, on yes, Rice sorry. was uh, you said you said the phrase that could easily be a briefing from the club, and I know there's a lot of people who mm. sit around on social media and uh, kind of who talk about how th- how stories are reported. Uh, so just a quick question about the the nuts and bolts of a transfer story like that. How much of it? Or how much of it might come from the club? Not not specifically about Declan Rice, just about any let's say player X. Let's let's make it a real kind of hypothetical transfer. It depends. Not a lot. Not a lot. But I mean, I don't generally tend to speak to the club about. Generally, I don't generally tend to speak to the club about stuff anyway. Um, transfers because I don't know I've always just seen it as cheating <laughs> like I've, it's always like you know I, I'm not supposed to I'm not supposed to ask you guys and also like you don't you don't know if you can yeah. trust it always I mean in fairness in fairness there's there's lots of lots of things that tally with reality but you know there's always clubs and it's not it's not just City you know this is the experience anywhere and obviously club writers we speak to other clubs and you know sometimes you know in the past I've I've had really good info and then it kind of contradicts what the club's been saying and you know part of that was Kovacic a few years ago actually and it's like well and so it, it's partly that but it's it's made, it's genuinely just I don't I I don't really want like, it just feels like cheating it just feels like I should I should be able to go and get this. I should make my own sources not you know just like ask the club anyone could ask the club any you know anyone who turns up to a press conference and has got the the press office's number could ask the club and it but obviously that's fine and you know everybody does that and I do do that. Um, Sometimes, you know, the other day after after I got the info that, about the transfers, I did say, well, I was kind of like, well, you know, am I right to say, you know, they're really close on, on Guardiola? And they were like, well, no bid yet. Um, not in a position to. Like, okay. Uh, on Vega, you know, no, nothing, nothing's really changed. Basically the, the same as what I was saying yeah. earlier, but also the same as I found out elsewhere. But um, how, generally, I don't know, because you get to a situation where, you know, if you start asking in March, clubs are probably rightly going to say, well, we're not commenting because, like, if you say, "Do they want James Madison?" and they go, "No," and they go, "Do you want Gabriel Vega?" and they go, "No," you go, "Do you want?" Uh, you know, a week later, it's like, "Do you want Declan Rice?" and like, "Oh, we can't say." And it's like, oh, fuck yeah, it, right? yeah. Obviously, they're giving the game away, so it's like you can't really say anyway. And then it gets to a stage. I don't know. It's almost like un- I suppose it's like unspoken, but like I don't do it often enough to really know. But you get this far down the line in the summer, and every- everybody, everybody kind of knows they want Guardiola, so they're not going to say we're not saying anything at all. But you know, there's not. It's almost like once you can't deny, or everybody knows that they want a certain player, the club will be a bit like, oh yeah, there's interest, but you know, and that's it. You know, it's very vague, generally. And then once you can't deny that that player's coming. Or, you know, once once a, a deal has been agreed, you know, the clubs, not, not to say, but both clubs will then be like, yeah, okay, this is happening and this is the amount. Because normally everybody wants the amount to be out there. And again, you, you know, that's where you can get into, you know, you can get two two different clubs saying two different amounts. That they, one values the add-ons, one, you know, sometimes the amount is different. So again, this is why it's like, it's not just don't trust what City are saying, but you just don't trust what anyone's saying sometimes because it's like with two clubs, like official kind of position is different. Then it's like, well, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, so it can be it can be a bit murky. But again, that's the kind of process right, you have to go through with your own sources. Like if some if you don't really trust someone, you don't really push, you don't really go big on it. But if you do and you know it's legit, then you go. So it's the same thing as that. But yeah, it's kind of, once it gets to a point where you can't, like everybody knows that they want a certain player, that's generally when they'll, they won't. 
say no comment or they won't say forget it. Um, and when everybody knows that a deal's going to happen, there's generally yeah. that as well. But it's not, you don't, I don't know how, I don't, it's been a while, I can't remember any real examples of this, but you don't really at City anymore get a case where somebody sits you down at the start of the summer and says this, 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 you know, this is what we want to do. I think I think there was a bit of that does it, before I started do, yeah. out from like Does it ex. work like that for when they're not, pursuing transfers so like when City ended their interest in Declan Rice for instance is there a case of they will they will just tell the press oh by the way we've we've, we've just out with this deal uh, yeah because then it's kind of like I suppose Draws it, a line it suits under it. the club yeah. then you know because it you know it doesn't always suit the club for their stance to be out there and I get that but sometimes it does and then if that stance is everybody knows we're not going for Declan Rice anymore then you know then, then it, yeah then it's easier to 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 put it out there, uh, but then it's like you know what are the motives for that? Yeah, just another quick one. Uh, obviously, on uh, kind of the nuts and bolts of a transfer story, I guess, uh, because uh, we were having this discussion uh, yesterday, and I think it'd be quite interesting for the listeners to hear what we were talking about. So, like, the, like obviously, you were you were talking about Kyle Walker and uh, the potential if he if he stays how that affects your kind of story because your story earlier in the in the window was obviously Bayern Munich are very interested in Kyle Walker Kyle Walker is very interested mm. in Bayern Munich he, he he's you know my feeling is he's going to leave now there's a lot of people out there yeah. who will go Likely you were wrong to. about that yeah 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 well if he doesn't go then I kind of made my bed on that one <laughs> um, but but it's like it's it's about it's about having a clean conscience really like if he doesn't go Maybe I over maybe I overplayed it by saying likely, but to be fair, at that point it was you know for players speaking to Thomas Tuchel, um, and it, like had like advanced conversations with Bayern and wants to go, and you know that I was like, the the, the step I'm kind of missing out is well, how do you know? I, I know that, yeah, I'm fine with that. Then you know, I'll, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, for whatever you know, hopefully you know as long as, as long as I can say, well, actually, this is why it didn't happen. And I'm kind of up to date with it. Then I'm happy with that. And it's like, well, I had the information all the way along there. So like with the Alexis Sanchez thing, I was saying all summer, he wants to leave Arsenal and join City, which nobody else was saying, really. I, mean, I think there was a few abroad, but like Arsenal reporters and London reporters were like, oh no, maybe Chelsea and maybe sign a new contract. I knew there was no chance of that. No chance of that. He wasn't going to sign a new contract. He wasn't going to go to Chelsea. He wanted to go to City. But then at least on the final day when it didn't happen, we were like, okay, well, it depends on Arsenal getting a... Yeah, there's a deal agreed, but it depends on Arsenal getting a replacement. Um, and then, you know, we actually found out quite soon, the day after, I think, he'd actually signed the contract because he was with Chile. Yeah. So it was like, as, long as, as long as I'm on top of it, I'm happy with that. And yeah, if it gets to the end of the summer when Walker stays and it's for, you know, let, let's say it's de- it develops because City made a big push to keep him and convinced him that he can stay. And he's like, oh yeah, well, you know, family, blah, blah, blah. Then I, I'd be content with that. I wouldn't beat myself up about it. If Mares stays... And I, having said initially that he was likely, and you know, the week after on the podcast, I did say, oh, I fucked that a bit. I, I, I wouldn't say he is likely. If Mara stays and people are like, oh, you said Walker and Mara's were going to leave and they haven't, you'd have fraud. I'm like, well, I was wrong on Mara's fine. And I'm not, I probably wouldn't bother arguing it about Walker because, you know, it's just a losing battle. But I, I wouldn't, um, personally, I wouldn't be too, you know, I wouldn't have a big fucking inquest about, you know, what he did. <laughs> make that, what, was that a good summer? Was that a bad summer? Like, it, you know, so far, so far the summer's been fine. You know, I said they'd go for Rice if Gundogan left. They they made a bit of a push. Then it didn't happen. Um, that's all right. Um, God, you know, I wasn't by any means early with Guardiola 
or Kovacic. But I've been able to say, look, they're the only yeah. ones. And then it'll be Rice. And then, you know, we'll see about a winger later. So yeah, at this point, it's all right. But yeah, if Walker were to stay, hypothetically, of course, because maybe he does still go. And then, I mean, look, put, selfishly, if Walker and Mahrez went, it'd be fucking brilliant for me. That'd be great. <laughs> even if I was wrong in the first place. But that's the thing. Like, even if I was right about Walker, but people, everyone thinks I'm wrong, then everyone thinks I'm wrong. If I was wrong about Mahrez, but everyone thinks I'm right, then everyone thinks I'm right. Like, you <laughs> It's it's a silly old game in that sense, but yeah, that'd be fantastic if both of those went. Sorry, sorry if City don't win any trophies next year because of the lack of depth. But I'd personally be extremely happy. There's uh, no, obviously, like as long as they, you know, well, in fact, I, I don't think they would get a replacement for Walker if he goes, and that's part of the issue. Yeah, there's. Um, uh, I'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, yeah. but the uh, oh, well, it's it, it relates to something completely away from City, God. but it's. Uh, when I did the chase, there's a question that I got right that huh? I explained my you reasons for. Um, and yeah. uh, I know the reason. No, the chaser wrong. went. Well, you got it right, but for the wrong reasons. And then I am absolutely yeah, yeah, adamant yeah, yeah, yeah. in the like in the in the months since. There's another question that came up on a different episode that that proved that what I was saying was right. And I'm like, I I knew it. I knew oh. I was right all along. Not having it. Not having yeah. It. Well, no, but I mean, you're in a kind of any Aluko situation there, <laughs> where, are you? Not. N- oh, not yeah. quite, because I, I am absolutely the, or, right. Or did the things just line up as a massive coincidence? No, they, I, I promise um, you. I promise you I was right. I didn't... Well, it wasn't a... Yeah, wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. And said, I, was, I was absolutely that's right. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, said, mate. But I mean, look, <laughs> fuck it. Who am I to say? I'm probably the... I mean, come, come the end of the summer when they've signed six players, four of which I had no idea about, and everyone stayed, <laughs> and fucking Mara signs a new contract. If I know if Mara did sign a new contract, ironically, that would... Be, anyway, whatever. Yeah, um, we'll find out. It's all fun, isn't it? It's all shy. There's. Uh, do you know who who might be a good option for free as a Gundogan replacement? I don't know if you've seen this story today. Oh, oh no! In fact, as a Gundogan replacement, no. But Zaha's going on a free, isn't he? Which yeah. automatically you just think, oh, okay. But I mean, he probably not. Um, go on. Uh, well, I'm just working off the fact that uh, Diallo AS uh, are reporting that uh, Ilkay Gundogan might leave Barcelona for free this summer. <laughs> well, people, people, I've seen people saying, "Why the hell would he go there?" You know, they, there's no guarantees they can register him, but there is a clause, and if he doesn't get registered, he can leave for free, and they pay his full year salary. Fucking, of course you'll do that. <laughs> like, in a way, it's almost like oh, I'm trying to think. Have you ever like, ordered something, and then like he doesn't turn up, and you just think, actually, if they just give me my money back, I'll be very happy. In fact, no, they give you your money back, and then it turns up like two weeks later. That's yeah. almost that thing. It's like obviously he wants to go to Barcelona, but if he was to get fully paid up and then go somewhere else, that like works for him and his family, and he's got like an extra, how much is he getting per year? I don't know. Like, I'm just plucking this out of thin air, ten million euros. Yeah, be fucking <laughs> delighted. But that's like kind of getting towards Saudi Arabia money without actually going. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, again, like if that if that were to happen, and he's like, oh shit, where should we go? You know, he probably hasn't moved all his stuff yeah, out. Yeah, contract offer in there, you know. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. But then it's like, I've said this before, like, is it better? It's so, some of these exits would be so painful. Like if Bernardo goes as well, look, we'll be having big conversations about how the hell they're going to move forward without Gundogan and Bernardo. But it's almost like you just rip the Band-Aid off now and get it done. And like, if Gundogan's out the door now, you, you're already kind of thinking and moving forward and planning ahead. If you were to come back, it's like, well, obviously that's great. You've got a good player, but you're halfway towards kind of, yeah, what the what the next iteration again, of City without him looks like? Yeah, but then again, if they did, but like the thing is, if they'd have got Rice, then you'd have said forget it. But because they haven't, it's like well, this this is this strikes me as the classic kind of City. Well, there's no one really on the market this summer that we like as much as we like Rice. But then they might find somebody by December who's going to be on the market next summer, and then they'll just go and get like next year's yeah. Rodri or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, be a bit like going back to your ex. I mean, I've never done that, so I don't know what it's like. But uh, like, you, uh, I, no, I, I can always, I can always not. sense that. It, I, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's better second time around. You know. Well, I mean, everyone always says in life, never go back, don't they? And whether that, you know, it gets used a lot in football, it gets used a lot in everything. So yeah, I, um, I, that's that's that is my problem, isn't it? We start off with little little jokey conversation, and after fucking stomp it into the ground with logic. <laughs> complications and all yeah. that bollocks no probably not it's probably not happening forget it that's it for the free version of let me talk if you subscribe via memberful then we'll be answering some more of your questions won't we sam yeah we will um julian alvarez's role next season um a bit on the port a bit on Cancelo as well linked to that and a little bit on the prospect of players returning from loan and James McAtee, obviously, how things might go for him. Yeah, we'll get into all of that for members. Uh, those ad-free episodes are longer and out earlier as well. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. We've had plenty of emails and uh, tweets and stuff like that, but do please keep sending them in. If you want to email us, you can email hello at lmtpod.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well, at lmtpod. And over on TikTok, you can find us at lmt underscore pod. There's plenty of content behind the scenes and podcast recordings there as well. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.